And she's like, oh, ho, 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 <laughs> silly rich boy. I thought that the plane was going down. I'm like, we're crashing for sure. And they didn't know I was a village boy. Follow me on this journey, okay? We're coming after all of the podcasters, okay? Drip check. Oh, hey. What's up, episode three, everybody? What's Reed gonna do next? It's so exciting and unpredictable, Reed is. Now, I uh, I got my soundboard all set up. I got all sorts of sounds for y'all. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks. You know, people have been showing support for the podcast. I really appreciate that. And I'm just trying to bring bring joy to the world. You know, the world's, it's all messed up, bro. So uh, I'm going to try to do whatever I can to, to make it a little bit better. All right. So I got all sorts of sounds. So let's just start off with a little bit of, which sound is this? Oh, just take a second to just feel that one right there. Oh, yeah. Nice little wind chime. That's beautiful, okay? Sound is very important. A little bit of sound healing for you. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you everything you need in this podcast, baby. Now let's just uh, let's get right into it. Today I'm going to talk about the uh, the new Team Impala album, The Slow Rush. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then uh, you know you gotta you know fix your music tastes up because this new Team Impala is just absolutely beautiful and uh, you know brings a lot of value. Sonic value, okay? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I So I went on this run the other day, and uh, I went through, I was just going through, uh, went on this trail through the canyon, nobody around, and I'm just listening to Kevin Tame Impala out loud, the new slow rush, and, and there's a stream. I'm running by it. Nice little stream. And I'm playing, I'm playing this Tame Impala, and all of a sudden, the birds start chirping. They're tweeting to each other. They're like, yo, is this that new Tame Impala? This is great energy. Dude, because this, this, this music just is so... It, it, it's a product of nature, okay? And I'm going to... I'm. I'm just, I'm a big fan, man. Because, you know, Kevin is himself. He's just, I just love imagining him in his studio. He does it all by himself. And I, I love imagining him. He's just like, he's listening back to his stuff. He's like, oh, maybe this uh, needs needs some bongos. And he gets on the bongos. Dude, the use of bongos in this album is so fire, dude. <laughs> I just love, and I just love the idea of him just being just alone, just doing all this. What a, what a, I, I, it's so fire. I mean, that's like, you know, it's kind of what I'm doing right now. You know, I'm just creating the, the slow rush of podcast episodes right now, uh, alone in my room. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm on that trail. I'm just, I'm just running. I got it playing out loud, the slow rush. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to 
take it all in. And that's like, that's the best environment is just to be out in nature, listening to, to this music. And, and, uh, and I, I was listening to it out loud and all of a sudden these dogs, <laughs> dude, these dogs were like, yo, is that the new Tame Impala? So first the birds and now the dogs are hyped on it. This music is enjoyable for all species, bro. Okay. If you don't like this album, then uh, you got to go. Um, there's there's doctors, okay? There's doctors. They fix your ears up, okay? Um, and because that's the problem is that your ears, they're not, you know, understanding what's going on sonically, okay? And, dude, Anthony Fantano freaking gave it a six, bro. Anthony Fantano gave it a 6 out of 10. Disrespectful, bro. Hi. Don't do that. How about listen to the album? Like, I mean, the the problem is, you know, when did you put out the review? You put it out like fucking five days after or whatever. It was probably even shorter than that. Like, you got to let the thing sit before you review it, but you got to... You're churning out reviews and all love, bro. I know you just do your thing, you know? I know it's just your opinion, right? Like, it's all good. Um, But, wow, this... Oh, so, <laughs> the big freaking track for me is On Track. Okay? The biggest track for me is On Track. And I lay down right here and I put my headphones on and I just laid back and just went on this freaking journey that is on track. Um, and I, you know, like I was talking about with Milo in the last podcast, I'm like, I don't cry easily. Um, but I got some little emotions brewing from that song, you know, that little, the drop, I mean, the fucking arrangement, bro, is so fire. Dude, with the drop when uh, he just brings in the drums and says, the hardest part is over, adjusting makes it slower. Like, are you kidding me, bro? I, and I, again, I love this freaking, he's just, he's just playing his freaking bongos. And he's playing his drums and he's playing all the freaking instruments. And I just love the idea of him just vibing out by himself in his studio. Um, but yeah, that that transition into the hardest part is over. Uh, it's just, you know, made me tear up, bro. And uh, so that's the sonic value that I'm talking about, you know. Uh, and the song's just about, you know, strictly... You know, he says, he says, strictly speaking, I'm still on track. Okay. And he's just talking about his dreams. And sometimes he loses the wheel. All right. Sometimes we lose the wheel. But we grab the wheel and we pull it back to our fucking dreams. And that's what we're doing on this podcast. Okay. Okay. We're on track. And thank you for for listening, because you're supporting me in my dreams. Because this is real, you know. I want I want this podcast to be to to grow, and this is my dream right here. And and you know I get off course or whatever, but strictly speaking, baby, 
<laughs> I'm still on track. All right. Now, and so I'm going to give, I'm going to pop off right now. All right. Okay. Episode three in the, into the series already popping off. Okay. I am coming for the whole podcasting industry. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, that song control by big Sean, if you don't know it, go listen to it, but you know, you don't, I mean, you can listen to Big Sean's verse. It's quality, but you get to Kendrick Lamar's verse. And Kendrick says he's coming after all your favorite rappers. Okay. And he names all of these, these rappers. He says, I'm the best rapper. And, and he calls him out on Big Sean's track. And that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Episode three into the podcast, I'm coming for all the freaking podcasters, the biggest dudes in the industry. Joe Rogan, baby, I'm coming for you, all right? Okay? Tiny Meat Gang, I'm coming for you. Now, these are all people that I'm a fan of. Tiger Belly, I'm coming for you. Fucking Theo Vaughn, Tom Segura, Your Mom's House Podcast, okay? I'm coming for the whole industry. Because I love y'all, though, you know? But I'm coming after y'all, all right? And I'm just kind of doing that just so I could uh, maybe create some drama, create some traction, potentially. Um, but yeah, so let, let, me, let me just talk about the... Let me talk about the album just a little bit more, because, like, wow, dude. Lots of the songs are pretty long, and... I'm like, dude, this is so long, but because Kevin gives us what we need, not what we want, okay? Okay? You know? We're like, he's not going to concede to our short attention spans, you know? Um, he's going to give us these long songs. He's going he's gonna to repeat sections because he's like, you got to hear this again. And it builds and builds. And... You know, this is not, this is a special listening experience. So I really advise you to go out there, you know, walk to a waterfall, just sit down on a rock, listen to the album, see how the light shines off water, the reflections in the water, and and just kick it, bro. All right, that's enough for the uh, Team Impala album, but uh, I love it, and you will too, okay? Dude, I'm freaking... I'm upset, bro. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect, okay? Um, Now, the reason that I'm upset is that I just can't I just can't go anywhere now. And no matter where I go, my energy is just it gets destroyed. My my soul gets destroyed. You know, if I don't if I don't go out into the world with just the highest sense of just positive energy, then I'm fucked, bro. 
I'm just a sensitive dude. <laughs> I just feel all of the energy that's happening. I, I really envy people that just just don't even know or just are unaware of people suffering. You know? Cause they're just they're just freaking they're uh they're just like this. Dance with me. Hey, life's so chill. There's no problems anywhere, baby. <laughs> yeah. Now, I can't do that because people are just fucking sad everywhere I go. I, I was at the Smart and Final, bro. I just went to the Smart and Final. And I went in there. I'm just trying to buy, you know, protein bars. And I, you know, enter the place and immediately see this this mom. She's got real gnarly plastic surgery. She's yelling at her daughter. Uh, definitely very upsetting. I'm like, oh, sick. All right. And I'm walking down the aisle. I get my my stuff and I I, I go up to the the register and uh, there's like. <sighs> Freaking like three homeless people. They're trying to talk to the cashier because they do some sort of like recycling program. And there's like 10 people in line. So the cashier's just like trying to help. And people in line are mad at the cashier and they're just wealthy. And then, <laughs> and then a fucking guy, a guy comes up. He's like, hey, hey. The, the lottery machine, the lottery machine's broken. Can I get some help? Thanks. Disrespectful, sir. You know, like she's got so much fucking going on and you're complaining about the lottery machine. Do you think she understands? Like, it's one of those, you know, you, you press the button, you get the little, the scratch-offs. Do you think that she knows the fucking machine, bro? So this is my problem. I can't go anywhere because I come out of this situation. I just have anxiety because I just feel all of that suffering. The cashier la lady, she's just like just trying her best. This guy's obviously like a sad dude. He's freaking getting a lottery ticket, then yelling at a person about it. Um, and then there's the homeless people right here. I'm just like, what do I do here? Do, do I speak up and be like, bro? No, can't you, are you not aware of the situation? I, I can't, like, should I do that? Then I feel guilty after. I'm like, man, maybe I should have, like, stepped up and said something. But, like, doesn't that just make it worse, you know? People like that are so reactive that where you, if you, like, call them out, they're like, oh, baby, I'm fucking ready. I'm mad, and I'm, I'm so excited to take it out on you, sir, you know? So, I don't freaking know. It, so, all I'm saying is that if I don't have this type of energy <laughs> before going into the world, I'm fucked. Because it's everywhere. I mean, maybe it's just where, where I'm at right now, to be honest. Maybe. There's just a lot of, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's happy people out here, but there's a lot of fucking sad people. You know, and I, I feel that, and I, you know, I feel for him. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I said I just got bummed out talking about that. That's I'm I'm a sensitive fucking guy. Now that's a superpower, all right? But it's also my downfall. Anybody else? Anybody else feel that way? You know? Because that, you know, energy sensing whatever whatever it is in, in a sensitive person, uh that can be amazing for relationships uh but it's fucking detrimental when you just want to go outside and do anything because there's just a lot of suffering all over all right all right enough of this sadness ha 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 laughter and fun that's what this podcast is all about okay we're going to fucking we're going to counteract all that energy with this podcast and I'm going to get that guy, that guy who's getting the lottery ticket, I'm going to get him on the podcast. He's going to be listening to it um, in his car the next time he's getting a lottery ticket. And the machine's not going to work. He's like, oh, you know, I was listening to Avoiding Everything. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to freak out about this because it's all good, you know. And sometimes things just just don't work out. So that's – and, I, and I'm, I'm going to give it to the, the cashier lady, and, and she's going she's gonna to listen. She's going to be like, you know – this is what what you got to say. You got to just say the party has began, right? When shit just starts going on, you're just like exactly what I thought was going to happen. Expect the worst, okay? Then if something nice happens where someone's like, "Hey, how was your day?" You're like, "Oh fuck. It was great." And then you're like, "I wasn't expecting that at all." And that just feels wonderful. Ooh, the sun just came out. Very exciting. The lighting was probably nice right now, huh? Cameras. This is me, all right, as a wingman, okay? You guys out there, this is this is what I can provide for you, okay? So we're at the freaking club. You know, music's freaking bumping. You're like, you know, you're like, yo, I think that girl's cute over there. I'm like, oh, you think she's cute? Well, I'm going to go get her for you, okay? So this is what's happening. So dancing on the dance floor. Hey. Hey, what's up? Yo, my friend. Uh, my friend thinks you're cute. Yeah. He said he wants to buy you a drink, but he forgot his card. So do you have a Venmo? What? Where does he work? Yo, he manages a Starbucks, dude. Where does he live? Dude, he lives with his parents. They're super chill. Yeah, dude, we're gonna freaking uh we're gonna freaking go uh after we're gonna go go to his parents' house and uh and and uh and kick it. I think they're probably gonna go to bed pretty soon. Uh are are you ladies ladies down? Um, nah. No, actually, um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but uh, this is what really would happen, okay? I'd be like, yo, this is my boy. He's so chill and fun and funny. And then she'd be like, be like oh, really? And then she'd be like this. Dance with me. And you guys would be dancing, okay? So that, that that's that's what I can do for you guys. If you guys need a freaking wingman... 
I got you, okay? I got the tricks, baby. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ah, ha, ha. I've got a new segment. And this segment is called... Am I dying? Yeah, so uh, this segment's just about... Uh, I'm just gonna think about whether or not I'm dying. I... Uh, Dude, anybody else get these floaters in your eyes? They're just little floating shadows, and they're just, they're, I can see them right now. They're right here. Look at this little guy. He's just moving around. He's my little buddy. And when I first got him, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe, uh, it'll just, it'll just probably go away, right? And I go to the fucking doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, that's just like parts of your fucking cornea, not your cornea, but part of your eye that, uh, you know, it got ripped off and it's just floating around there, just floating around. I said, oh, so it's just probably going to uh, go away over time. And she's like, no, no, it's just going to just keep just going to keep floating there. Um, I mean, you could get surgery where we laser it, uh, um, but no, that's, that's gonna, that's gonna be there, uh, forever. I'm like, forever? And I see it right now, and it's so frustrating. And I'm like, I guess I'm dying. My hair's leaving. And my eyes are breaking. So, am I dying? Am I dying? Yes. And so are you, probably. We all are, and we all will. So we might as well listen to Avoiding Everything and just freaking chill out and just freaking slide into death with love and uh and and joy and uh, and gratefulness for for the life that w that we have lived. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's my segment. I'm, I'll keep updating you guys on my freaking <laughs> my health situation. I always think that I'm dying. I'm like, I'm like always think that I'm dying. I had a, I mean, I had a panic attack like last year, and I was like, "Yep, see you later, world." Definitely didn't do all the things that I wanted to do, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, all right, let's get into the next segment. You know it well from the first episode. It's just the good news segment, you know what I'm saying? Because the world's so bad, like I said, at the Smart and Final, and, you know, it's important that we recognize and appreciate some good news so this is a good news segment i don't need no more bad news i just need a little more good news all right a tiny fish weighing 0 0.03 ounces is in good health after reportedly becoming the smallest surgical patient in the uk that's a beautiful thing okay 
They didn't give up on the little fish just because it was a little fish, you know? They went in there with the little needles. And they, you know, they took his little appendix out, you know, or they did his tonsils or whatever, did some sort of surgery. And he's in good health now. Um, that's a weird thing to do, but it's a beautiful thing that they did. And, and I don't really understand in the UK... Have has there been smaller things that uh, people have done surgery on in other parts of the world? What do you think it is? Yeah, you, 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 you comment uh, what you think the smallest uh, organism that someone has done uh, surgery on. All right. Hey, hey, by the way, hey, by the way, if you laughed one time, give me five stars on the Apple Podcast site. Okay, please. I'm begging you. I need it. All right? And give a little review. Wow. Here, just do this. Just say this. Wow. Reed's so cool and smart and funny and intelligent. And I already said smart and intelligent. And oh, my God. He's just such a cool guy. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. And then um, also he's heartwarming. And he's not afraid to get into his emotions, even though this show is called Avoiding Everything. He doesn't always do that, you know? And give me a little a shaka bra emoji, maybe, all right? That's all I'm asking for, okay? Because if I'm up there in the top, you know, if I'm up there in the ranks, I'm bringing y'all with me, okay? We're taking over the whole podcast industry, okay, Joe Rogan? Okay, my hair, my hair is similar. Follow me on this journey, okay? We're coming after all of the podcasters, okay? Drip check. Pretty average drip, but drip nonetheless. Let's go to the other uh, good news segment, all right? Jeff Bezos is giving away $10 billion in grants to innovators in the climate battle. There you go, Bezos. I appreciate that, bro. Thanks for looking after the country. I know that you're probably just trying to save face because you're a straight-up robot-looking dude, okay? And that people are like, yo, fuck Jeff Bezos. He's got so much money. And when they say that, when they say fuck Jeff Bezos, sorry, my... My response to that is, yeah, fuck Jeff Bezos. But now, I'm like, hey, fuck Jeff Bezos. But you know, but also, he's, you know, $10 billion to grants? That's fire. Billions of dollars throwing down? That's pretty good. I mean, you know, you got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. So that's some, that's good news right there. That's some fucking good news. The next good news story we got is... Uh, and if you understand, do you see my energy is different than the beginning of the podcast? Because I, I took a break and uh, I'm now I have different energy somehow. Somehow. I'm just kidding. This is my first beer. Okay. Anytime you s take a sip, every time you hear this sound right here, you take a little sip of that brew. Unless you're driving in the car or you're doing something important. Then... Let that uh, let that sound represent water. You take a nice sip of water or tea. 
Um, and I, <laughs> I recommend you put some lemon in that tea. Put some honey in there. You know, treat yourself. Don't just give yourself just tea, you know. You know, spruce it up. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so the next story is... Minnesota woman reunited with long-lost dog after it was featured on Florida beer advertisement. That's fucking tight. So this beer company put uh, pictures of adoptable dogs on their beer cans um, saying, you can adopt this dog. And this woman, (laughs) yo, yo. She's just like, she's probably sad, right? She's all like, fuck, my dog. I miss my dog so much. And then she's like, I need some brews to get through this. And she goes down, she picks up some brews. There's a six pack. And all of a sudden she's looking at, she she has this moment. She has this moment where she takes a sip. And then she, she turns the can around. She's just like, Sparky? What the fuck? And she just goes like this. <laughs> oh my god, it's my dog. For God's sakes. So I mean, that's a beautiful thing that 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 happened and she found her dog through that. And this is the good news that I love to fucking hear about, okay? Climate change is real and we're fucked, but also that lady found Sparky. Okay, so it's chill. All right, so that that that's it for good news. I hope that you laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and cried and I really hope that all of those emotions happened for you. Okay, so let's just we're let, let's finish off with I'm just gonna tell a little little story. You know, I'm gonna tell a little story of a little village boy who got to live like a king. Okay. So you go to your little creeks, okay? You sit by the creek and you listen to this little story, okay? You listen to the birds, okay? And you listen to my little story. Little village boy learned how it was to be a king. Now I was flying out to Amsterdam, okay? To visit Annie. My beloved, okay? And shut up, birds. And I get, I didn't check in, apparently. I didn't get my seat, okay? I usually get my seat. I'm responsible, okay? But I guess I fucked up or something. And, you know, I'm, I, I think for some reason, I'm, I, I think that I'm just like number, f- I'm group four, Okay, I think I'm group four, and I, I go up to, I, I, I get a text message, and they're like, yo, you got to cruise up to uh, talk to the people, the United people, about uh, your seating arrangement. And I go up there, and I'm like, hey, uh, I guess I got to talk to you guys. And the flight is all the way booked up, and they're having issues because they overbooked. Okay. Why did you overbook? Don't understand. Because you wanted to make more money and you probably statistically people are going to not show up, but too many people showed up this time probably. Now, so glad that you guys do that and you guys are selfish like that. 
because this lady looks at me. <laughs> she looks at me and she's like, I'm, I'm like, so can I get a seat? And she's like, um, okay, okay, okay. And, and she hands me this ticket and she's like, have fun. She said, have fun. Didn't explain to me what was happening, but she just gave me this weird energy. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it's a fucking long ass flight. It's probably not going to be fun, but I look at my little ticket <laughs> and it says United Premier Business Class. I'm like, oh, they must have fucked up. I'm just a little village boy. You know, like they, they definitely they definitely messed up. This this couldn't be mine. But I wasn't going to say anything, so, um, you know, I'm fucking walking down. I'm walking down the thing. It's a big old fucking plane, so. It's a big old plane, so I, I go, I have to follow a, a different route than my other villager friends, you know? I, I, like, I was walking, I even walked into the economy class. I was like, yeah, I'm, you know. This is me, bro. I definitely spent the least amount of money on my ticket. But turns out I had to turn around and I had to go through a special route for the business class. And I'm like, this is really happening right now. And the whole time I'm, I'm walking to my seat and I'm like, I've never seen this before on a ticket. It's number, I'm like number 10. It says number 10. I've never seen that on my ticket. That's just the front of the plane. And the whole time I'm thinking, all right, someone's going to fucking catch me. Someone's going to catch me. You know, I should not be here. And I sit down in this <laughs> lavish seat. Oh, yes. Oh, I love to think about it. It seems like a dream. I felt like I was probably like Zeus or something because I'm like, I started exploring. I got this goodie bag. I got all these fucking un an unnecessary amount of shit. I have a blanket. I have the eye mask. I have a little package of like fucking like toiletries and 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 lotions. And then the lady comes up to me and she's like, "Yo, Reed." She didn't say Reed. That would have been tight. She's like, "Would you like some champagne?" I'm like. <laughs> fuck yes i would love some champagne so it's at this point where right when she hands me the champagne i know that i'm in it and that that i belong here and that they that somehow i got i got past i got past the system and i i i paid two hundred dollars for a three thousand dollar ticket okay now $3,000 to me. If I were to spend that, then I'd have negative amount of money. So that just tells you how much money I have. Okay. So anyways, it was just fucking crazy. I felt like a rich person. And by the way, I think here's the reason that they chose me to be on the business class. Okay. Here's the reason I had my fucking AirPods in. I don't know where they are. And I was on a phone call, okay? And I must have looked like I was a business dude because I kept going like this. 
you know, I kept, I kept going like this. I, I think I was talking passionately or something. And they're like, this dude, this dude belongs in the business class. He's got them, he's got them business AirPods in. So I think that's the key. So if you ever want to get in business class, then just throw, toss on your AirPods and talk business talk. Yo, uh, dude, the fucking account and man, I can't believe they signed that contract. Those idiots. Ha ha ha. Then they'll be like, this guy belongs in business class. Now I felt weird because the, uh, the flight attendant kept coming up to me and she's just like, I'm like, I'm a village boy, bro. I'm a silly little village boy. Okay. And now she's acting like I'm a silly little rich boy. I'm like, I'm super nervous. And she's coming around asking for food orders. I'm like, she comes up. I'm like, um, do, do we have to pay for this? And she's like, oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> silly rich boy. And didn't even acknowledge my, didn't even answer my question. She's like, okay, what do you want? I'm like. Oh, I'll take the motherfucking salmon, baby. And give me another glass of champagne. So I'm living like a king. They're, you know, it's a weird relationship being in the sky like that. And like people are paying that amount of money for a ticket. So I don't know. She was treating me like I was like, I don't know. It's just it's this older woman treating me like I'm like important. I didn't like it, dude. I felt all icky. I saw these other dudes. They're just like got all their suits on and they're just like fucking dude. Fuck you guys, dude. Okay. Go to economy class and, and fucking brunt it out. All right. No, it's all love. Um, anyways, they gave me. I couldn't believe how many how many courses were coming to me of food. This was a straight up restaurant. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is in the kitchen? <laughs> they got a kitchen in here. They got a full size kitchen with the sous chefs and all that shit. So they're giving me, you know, a nice little appetizer, little carrots. The carrots were just fresh, crunchy, and like pickled. Oh my god. God, bro. I'm living like a king. All, all the carrots I eat back home, they're just in those little sticks, you know? Or I got to peel them myself. I don't fucking know. Uh, I, I, so course after course is coming, okay? And the craziest thing is, is this is the craziest thing. So I'm drunk, Okay. I'm because I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of the situation. I am ordering. I'm like, do you think that they'll just give me more drinks? <laughs> do you think that they'll just give me more drinks? And I'm just like, hey, uh, can I get another glass of wine? And she's like, yes, uh, right away. And I'm like, oh, shit. I think that they... I think that they'll just give me whatever I want. So I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And it was such a good time. And I look back at my village people and there's a baby crying. <laughs> there's a fucking baby crying. And and uh, 
and you know the the dude's sitting next to it just fucking gripping his hand just like i gotta fuck i'm gonna fucking die right now and i'm I'm up there and just nice little you know classical music's playing can i get another glass of champagne please yes sir right away now so i'm just living the fucking life and i thought and so i was lit okay you ever been lit on a plane I have been, but just to get through it on economy class. This time I'm I don't need uh, I don't need alcohol to sleep because now this was confusing because I thought I was dying. Okay? I thought that the plane was going down. I'm like, we're crashing for sure. I'm lit as fuck. I'm like, we're crashing, dude. Now, we weren't crashing at all. My seat was just going down. Okay? I had been pressing the button, and my seat was just going all the way down. My whole body had so much room, and I had a nice little pillow, and I wasn't dying. I was fucking living in the skies like a king. And they didn't know I was a village boy. Okay? And you know I got the fucking Sunday. They said, uh, would you like a Sunday, sir, and the pie? I said, give me every fucking thing that you have available. And they're like, what toppings would you like on it? I'm like, why do you keep asking me these questions? I love you so much, but why do you keep asking me these questions? The fucking, give me them M&M's, give me the caramel and the chocolate and the sprinkles, okay? I want the whole fucking shebang. Anyways, I pass out. I wake up. People are getting off the plane. I I go up to the flight attendant. I'm like, hey, ma'am, um, is this, would it be all right if I just, uh, just stayed on for the the, the the next flight. Would that be all right? She's like, uh, no, sir. We know that you're a village boy, and and uh, I'm not gonna get you any more shit because we figured you out. So I walk off the plane, and I'm just like, never again will I experience this moment, unless you guys freaking hype me up on this podcast. Then I'll be freaking flying business class all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Walking past the economy. Fuck y'all, dude. I'm rich. Ha <laughs> ha. I wouldn't do that, though. I'd be like, yo. I feel you, dude. I'm a fucking... I've been there. I've been in the village. Now I'm now I'm up in the fucking castle. I don't know. It was a beautiful experience. It was a beautiful experience. I'm very stoked on it. Anyways, this has been Avoiding Everything, episode three. Now, we're going to keep building this up, and we're going to keep progressing and growing, and grow with me, everybody, and let's be happier. And and you you tag all of these podcasters, okay? All the top podcasters, tag them. Say, Reed's coming for you. Dot, 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 dot. Reed is coming for you. Not coming, but Reed is coming for you. Not that. No. C-O-M-I-N-G. Okay? 
and tag all of these guys. Tag your favorite podcasters and say, hashtag watch out. Okay? You will know my name soon enough. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I'm having a good time, and uh, I hope you guys had a good time. So thank you, and uh, tune in next week for the next episode. Peace out.